Boker Tov, good morning. Today we study the 21st chapter of the Rambam's Hochot Tshuva. In this chapter, and in the next two chapters, the Rambam discusses a concept called Shvut. Shvut, coming from the word Shabbat, means extra regulations and safeguards that the rabbis put in place in order to preserve the sanctity and the spirit of Shabbat. These are extra restrictions that go beyond the 39 Melachot, but extend from them in order to preserve a certain atmosphere in Shabbat. In this first chapter, Kaf Aleph 21, the Ramam discusses the first 10 or so Melachot and extra, again, rabbinic regulations that were added to them. He goes to Choresh, Zorea, Kotzer, Ma'amer, all the Sidur Depat, the first uh, 10 or so Melachot that we already discussed in earlier chapters. I want to focus, though, in particular, on the issue of tochen. Tochen means to grind on Shabbat. One is not allowed to grind things into small, very pieces. You know, think of those, the salt shakers and the pepper shakers. You can't use those on Shabbat because you're taking a, a, a peppercorn and you're making it, you're grinding it into something much smaller, and that is a problem. In halacha kaf, in the 20th halacha, the Ramam tells us, let's say you need pepper for your salad or for your dish, whatever it is, you're not allowed to use a regular grinder, that's tochen, but what you can use is you could use the back of a knife and just crush it on a plate. And that's a shinui, and therefore it is permitted. But then the Ramam says something which is very significant. The fikach asur libari lihitrapot b'shabbat gzera shema yisachik b'samemanim. The rabbis made a restriction that one is not allowed to take medication on Shabbat because how would you make medication? You have to grind it. You'd go to an apothecary. They'd grind different herbs and different materials together to make you some potion or some medication. And there's a concern that you're going to violate tochen on Shabbat. And for this reason, this is the basis of the gzerah of not taking medication on Shabbat. Rama then goes on to give a number of examples in the next, uh, the next uh, 10 or so halachot are all about uh, medication and, uh, and medicine on Shabbat itself. Now, in general, one is not allowed to take medicine on Shabbat. However, there are many exceptions to this rule, and I want to summarize some of these exceptions for you. So, first of all, we have three different types of sick, pe- sick people, people who are ill. We have a chole, sheyesh bo sakana, a person who is fatally sick uh, or in danger. We have a person, a chole she'ein bo sakana, there's a person who's, who's really in pain or in bed, they're bedridden, they're, they're sick. They're not just, they don't have just a headache. They're not, you know, dangerously sick, but they're really not feeling well. And then number three, the lesser type is michush ba'alma. Person with a headache, you're not, you're not feeling good. You have a bit of a stomach cramp, whatever it is. So th- these are the exceptions that I want to share with you with regards to uh, medication. Number one, anybody who is in danger of course, should be taking medication on Shabbat. That goes without saying. Sometimes this is, you know, in a responsive way, but even, even as a preventative way. There are people who are blood thinners, people who are on heart medication, people who have, uh, have to be worried about, uh, you know, about their sugar levels. These people um, in diabetes, these people, that they're, they need to take their medication on Shabbat, uh, no doubt. But there are a number of other exceptions as well. And the Raman tells us, for example, that let's say there's a food which some people take for medicine and other people take for, uh, for food. It's regular food. Can you use this on Shabbat even if you're using it for medicinal purposes? And the answer is yes. Take Ricolas. Ricola candies are throat lozenges, but they're also regular candies. So if you're taking them for your throat, not a problem because normal people also take this. So this we're going to call exception number two, foods that sick or regular people take. A third exception is something that's quoted in Shemir Shabbat Kilchata, Perak Lamed Dalad, uh, footnote number five, 
halacha number five, which tells us that sometimes you're taking pain medication, you're not allowed to take that on Shabbat, but if you mix it before Shabbat, let's say you can mix it into a drink or a mixture, whatever it is before Shabbat, you're allowed to do that before Shabbat and then consume it on Shabbat and no one will know the difference between, uh, between these things. Now, Rav Eliezer Malabit also believes that when it comes to mass medication, uh, and again, mass medication uh, just proves that this, this gzeira no longer, it doesn't apply to us in the sense that there's no concern that someone's really going to grind medication today because all of our medication is mass produced by huge uh, pharmaceutical companies. But uh, he does argue in a case where a person is in real pain, not just a headache, not just discomfort, but real pain, he believes there's a basis for taking uh, mass-produced uh, medication. You're really in pain, okay? You take an uh, Advil or you take uh, Tylenol, whatever it is, ibuprofen. Uh, that's a, a third exception. A fourth exception is medication that a person is taking already before Shabbat. Let's say a person has uh, some infection. You have to take the, uh, the antibiotics for 10 days. So in this case, you can continue taking it onto Shabbat even though you, because you started beforehand. Okay, so, uh, so that's another, another exception. A, a fifth exception, anything to do with pregnancy or birth control. Women are allowed to take birth control pills on Shabbat. Obviously, any medication a woman takes to preserve, a, uh, to, to protect a pregnancy is certainly permitted. And uh, by extension, as we said earlier, things you're taking before Shabbat, daily vitamins or supplements also can be taken on, uh, on Shabbat as well. What, <coughs> what about by creams and lotions? So generally, there's a problem of spreading out a cream on Shabbat. This is a violation of mimareach. It's one of the melachot. Um, but uh, there's sort of two, in a case where a person has real pain, there are two different ways to get around this. Number one is to fully absorb, to, to spread out the cream and fully absorb it in your skin so that it's no longer visible. And secondly, is to, you, you place the cream on a Band-Aid, you don't smooth it out, you put the Band-Aid on. And the cream on its own sort of spreads around, but you're not spreading it, uh, spreading it yourself. And these are a number of exceptions. There are other examples uh, of, uh, of exceptions as well. But what this means in practice is that anyone who is really in pain or anyone who is dangerously sick or, you know, concerned deeply about their health, they, they're allowed to take medication on Shabbat. It really, the cases that, that where the Xeras still applies are in situations where you're just not feeling so great. You're not feeling 100%. In that situation, it's better to, ideal to stay away from, uh, from medication, to wait till after Shabbat. Um, but again, each case needs to be uh, assessed uh, on, on an individual basis. Wishing you a great day. Call to.